Van D, a dynamic leader with decades of experience building companies and crushing sales. He's been there and done that. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, my name is Van D. Inspiring audiences across the country to do it too. Here's Van. Well, welcome back. I'm really excited. I've got Jay Morales with me. Hello, Jay. How are you, Van? I'm doing good, buddy. So we're doing part two of how to sell yourself in three minutes. I'm excited for this part of the conversation. You know, this could actually be part two, three, four, five, six. (laughs) This could be the sequel of the prequel. You know, and we're only here for our audience. Yes. We aren't doing this podcast for Jay and Van. No. We're doing these podcasts to benefit our audience. So that's why we're trying to keep these around 20 minutes. Absolutely. And I'd rather do three parts like we're going to do with this, how to sell yourself in three minutes than one for an hour. Yes. You can remember a short 20 exactly. minutes. Exactly. So picking up where we left off about the components of what should be in your elevator pitch. You should have a compliment. You should have, you should have a call to action. You should have great body language. So I want to add something here that has worked for me. When you know, Once again, to our audience, you know that Jay and I are never going to discuss anything with you unless we've been there and done that and tried it ourselves. Or still doing it. Or still doing it, which, we, which most of it is. Yes. And, and I failed a lot, and I'm hope, hopefully going to, going to be able to tell you what not to do. Shorten the learning curve. That's yeah. what people need. And that's what we're here for is Absolutely. to help people get better. But one of the components I want to add to this is bold. I want to add the word bold, and I want to tell you what, this is my favorite part of selling myself when I meet people. And one of the reasons is is because nobody else does it. I don't know many people that are bold during their elevator pitch when you first meet somebody. Now, it's almost apologetic sometimes. No kidding. Oh, my gosh. I'm not trying to be this, but you know, I think you would enjoy doing business. Right. I'm not your typical. I'm not apologize for telling right. me I'm damn good at what I do for a living. Exactly. But here's my thing. If not now, when? Honestly. Right. If you don't, I look at, here's the way that I look at meeting potential clients and customers. This is not a dress rehearsal. Right. I'm not going to practice on you. No. Well, if I don't do business with you, I'll, you know, I'm just practicing. I look at everybody that I talk to as they're the only people on earth. Absolutely. And they know it. Mm -hmm. They feel it. Well, you did that today when you picked me up at the office, when you talked to Cassie at the front. You literally, I probably was waiting there for you three and a half minutes while you had a conversation with her. I heard something about movies and something, which had nothing to do with real estate. Nothing. Yep. That's well, the connection. Uh, well, the thing is, is you, you know, and you want to add another component is make people feel like they matter. I know. I and know I it. think that falls under it. the compliment part. Right. You it, don't have to say much for someone to know that you're yeah. complimenting them or that they matter. Yeah. Even something simple, like even to a dude, it's okay to say, man, you look like something right out of GQ magazine. Something to make them feel good about themselves. It lets their guard down too. It, it really does. But, but I will never apologize for being bold. I'm not waking up in the morning to wake up and say, hey, today I'm going to just try things. I'm going to be average. And, you know, that sounds funny when that comes out of your mouth like that. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I, I'm, I get up in the morning, which everybody should feel this way. I'm waking up to be the best 
I can possibly be or why leave your house? Exactly. If you don't want to go set the world on fire and be the best you can possibly be, then why even, why even go? Right. Just stay home. Stay home. You know? Stay home. And there are some days that are not in sync for you. And you know those days. I have those all the time. And you got to recharge. I'm, I'm human. I, I wake up and leave the house where I'm not 100% and yeah. my dog has kept me up. Yeah, yeah. Which has been the case for the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it. Yeah. Um, but no, and, and that's, when you, that's when you need to see people the most. I can wake up in not the greatest mood, yeah. not feeling great. I need to see a human immediately because yeah. it's going to change my, it's going to change my game because you're going to want to make them make an impact on Bingo. them and your active, um, selfish service creates gratitude within yourself, puts you in a better mood. Exactly. I get it. hundred percent agree with it. So let's talk about some appropriate, bold statements that yes. we're going to give in a three minutes in a three minute elevator pitch. I mean, okay. I'm here to make mine better. I'm being honest with you. Like, I want to learn. This is where you can help me. So, so one of the things is that I recommend when you've only got, when you first meet somebody, is limit the small talk. Yeah. Just limit the stuff that doesn't mean anything that people oh are going to be looking around the room like, who can I talk to next? <laughs> it's cold outside, isn't it? Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like I say, is compliments are very important um, and making sure people feel like they matter are very important when you first meet them. But I want them to know that I want to do business with them. And you're going to have all that, you're going to have that time when you get a chance to get in front of them. This is just to pique their interest right. when you first meet them to eventually set an appointment. Maybe yes. you're going to email them, maybe you're going to call them. And you're going to schedule an appointment with them. And because you were so great in those three to five minutes when you met them or over the phone, they're going to want to give you that opportunity. Right. Because I tell you what, people have overstepped their three to five minutes. And you're like, I hope I never get stuck in yeah, Exactly. And I'm not being arrogant when I say that. I think everyone's felt that, right? There are people in our profession that are just over sales, over indulgent. And you know what? You just don't want to do business with them. And that's okay. Exactly. It's okay. So let me tell you where I first learned to be bold yeah. on the phone. So, of course, um, my background's real estate, and that's right. what you do, Jay. My dad, you're one of the best there is in I the business. And I'll, Thank you. I'll have you pay me for that later. Exactly. Here's a 20 across the table. I'd like I need more change. than 20. I need change. <laughs> <laughs> but one of, the, one of the things that I learned early on in my career is um, – I started calling expired listings, which is rare these days that people even try to do that. Yeah, and they don't. So I used to make it where it was kind of like a business within a business. I yep. was green. Yes. I was new. Yep. But one of the reasons why I wanted to call expired listings is because I didn't have to explain the benefit of of using a real estate agent to sell their house. Right. So I was looking for an easier way right. to get listings. Right. That was my whole purpose. Right. You know, they've already had their house listed for six months. It didn't sell. Nothing happened. Um, and so they were easy prey for me. But they're not just going to list it with you over the phone. So when I would call them up, I had minutes to get their attention, right. if even that. 
and I would say, hey, my name is Van Deeb with Deeb Realty or whatever company I was with before then. I'm an expired listing specialist. Yes. Now, do I have a designation for that? No. No. But I gave myself that. Yes. And I said, you and I have a lot in common. Now, this is after finding out, is your, have you relisted your home? Oh, no, no. We're just, we're just stressed out now. Okay. So my next response is, Jay, I'm an expired listing specialist. I, am, I have techniques to get, you, to, to get you to closing ASAP. I know you've had your house listed. It says here for six months. We both have a lot in common. You want to get your house sold, yes. and I want to be the one to sell it for you. When can we meet to discuss what I can do for you? That's bold. So I've got to be able to say bold, strong statements. I will get you to the closing table. That's a Is claim. that what you want to hear if you're a seller? Do you yes. want someone to say that? Yes, I want someone to say this is... I want the desired outcome. You can tell me how nice you are and how cordial you are and how people oriented you are. Mm -hmm. You better be anyway. You shouldn't have to say that. But if you tell me you're going to get me to close, it's pretty bold. That's what they want to hear. So one of the things that they recommend in elevator pitches is um, what do you have to offer? So, so that's your, that's your, yeah. You know, that's your statement. What do you have to offer? Mm -hmm. So I change my offers to my audiences. Right. So if I'm if I'm trying to get a if I'm trying to get an expired listing, I want them to know that I know my stuff. I come in and I troubleshoot, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. I'll be able to tell you within 10 minutes why your home didn't sell. Right. Do you think that they're not going to want to have me come out? I wonder what in 10 minutes you can yeah. Huh, no one's ever told me that. Yeah. They so, just want to sell my properties. And one of the things I loved about, and even you know, this isn't a podcast about expired listings, <laughs> but one of the things I loved is you don't discount your commission. No, because if they say something like, "Well, the last agent gave it to me at a discount," say, "And your house is still for sale." On the yes, yeah, exactly. Um, what I'd like you to do is to neutralize these walls, paint them a neutral color, this, that, clean up this, do some landscaping. Well, my last agent didn't tell me that. Exactly. And I sometimes I just look at him. I was good enough. <laughs> so on this podcast, if you could see his face, yeah. it's like raised eyebrow. Yeah, it's like, really? Yeah. Well, your last agent didn't sell it either. I'd, exactly. I'd listen to me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But so all this stuff has got to go, and it's everybody's different. What works for me, me may not work for you. Right. But you should have a three to five minute elevator pitch written down. And I'm going to tell you this. I'd love my audience if they would do this. Read it every day. Absolutely. Every morning when you wake up, read this elevator pitch. Read what you want to say to people that you just meet. Now, just like anything, I'm not talking to people that want to be average. Van and Jay aren't doing a podcast today. Um, to people that that tune in to say, hey, I want to listen to those two because I want to be average. Right. We only are talking to people that want to be the best at what they do. And they've purposely subscribed to this podcast and because they want to get right, better. Right. And that's what this is all about. We want people to get the be the best they can possibly be in their careers. But what we have to say isn't always going to work for them. So they need to put it in their own you know, their own format Absolutely. and their own words. And that's why I beg you, audience, 
to write down what are you going to say to somebody when you meet. I want to tell you something. I'm at Caesar's Palace. I'm walking to the elevator. Jimmy Kimmel's getting on. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and I'm bummed. I left there totally bummed out because I did not, I wasn't myself. Why? Myself would have been, hey, Jimmy, my name is Van Deeb. I'm a coach, and I'd love to visit with you about coaching someday. It's coaching or something to make a bold statement. Right. What did I have to lose? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right. But everything to lose because you didn't swing the bat. I didn't say. I didn't say one word. I just we just smiled at each other. You know what I mean? Yes, it happens very and often. It was really, it, you know, and even um, Jimmy Kimmel's uh, sidekick Guermo. Guermo was there. Guermo, yeah, yeah. Guermo, yeah. And I saw him. I saw him later that day because they were doing some at season. Yeah. And I did visit with him. I yeah. went up and said hello to him. But I still didn't make a call to action. Mm-hmm. What does it hurt? Give Nothing. my business card. No. You know, right. and maybe make a, if I could do it over again, I would have given him my card and says, I'm a coach to the stars. You ought to give me a card. Let's get together or something. Let's What's visit. What's the worst case that would have happened? Yeah. But you didn't I didn't ask. lie because I think of all the people that I coach as stars. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you asked or you didn't ask that So time. it's a failure. I consider that. And it actually bummed me out the rest of the day. Did it? Yeah, it was like, you know, what an idiot. You had an opportunity to maybe, maybe uh, do some business with a celebrity. And these regrets and these talks, Van, about presenting yourself within three minutes, how many times do we even talk ourselves out of presenting, not even for three minutes, giving your pitch, telling people what you do because you thought too much about it, you talked yourself out of it, but if it just becomes who you are and what you do, you're not going to miss any opportunity. No, and we miss opportunities all the time. Like you say, you're going to miss every pitch that you don't swing at. And people regret. The pain of regret is a lot bigger than the pain of failure. I can't tell you how many times I've walked away from saying hello to somebody and super bummed out that I didn't at least say this is what I do or ask them something about what they do. Have you ever made a mistake and say, hey, are you Bill? And they've said no. You know, I think a lot of people would say, oh, you know what, that I don't like to, I don't like to bother people. I'm wrong a lot when I, hey, is your name Bill? Do you work? Oh, no. Oh, oh I'm, I'm Jay Morales. Yep. I continue with the conversation. You might as well versus going, sorry, I bothered you. Yep. Exactly. Unless they don't want to be bothered. No, if it's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? You don't want yeah. to talk to me? <laughs> Get away from me. Yes. Security. Exactly. <laughs> but oh. so. What we're talking about, Jay, is these are God-given talents. Yeah, these are these are talents we have deep inside of us. Every one of us. Can Every we're reach on out. the level playing field. I yes. tell you, there's. Here's the bummer: is a lot of people look at selling themselves in three minutes or less as the same as cold calling. Well, let me tell you some breaking news: it is. There's no different. Only this should be more enjoyable because you're not holding a phone, and to a person that you can't see. And they can hang up right away too. Here's the thing. What do you have to lose? Nothing. If you woke up every morning, and I'm not, I mean, I'm very serious. If you woke up every morning and said, what do I have to lose today? I love that. I'm going to give it all I got. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be strong. I want to tell you something. This is very bold. I first got in real estate, no training, we didn't have mentors. 
you know, if they did, I didn't know about them. Uh, we didn't even have indoor plumbing. We had to go outside. <laughs> Dirt to, floors? We had to go outside and go to the bathroom <laughs> in the backyard. That's how long I've been in real estate. <laughs> they didn't sell back then. They just traded. Yeah, really. We didn't have any money yet. Oh, my gosh. But one of the things that when I first got in the business, and I didn't read this in any manual, it just it just came off my lips. It just rolled off my lips. Is I was not afraid to be bold in front of somebody and say statements like, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of great real estate agents in our town, but not one of them can compete with what I can do for you. Oh, and I want to tell you, you'd see eyebrows raise. I had their attention. Yes. If I don't think I'm the best of the best of the best, who is? Right. And you can do it being humble. I didn't say, hey, man, there's nobody in this town better than me. All these other agents are just, you that's know. A different, that's a different way. That's I did a different it way. exact opposite. Yeah. You know, I've noticed that you see, you know, you were saying, Jay, that you had Sherry and you had Cindy out to visit with you. And I want to tell you something. They are rock star real estate agents. However, they can't compete with me with what I can do for you. Right. I believe that in elevator pitches, when you're talking about something that you offer, you've got to immediately include them on how it benefits them. Them. Because if you can't connect the two, there's no need for you. No. The other person didn't do it. No. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I'm, I think too often, though, where people get scared of saying, I don't want to be bold. Let me ask you, you you've been to a doctor before. Mm -hmm. You probably had you know, some kind of diagnosis from a doctor. Would you want a doctor that sounds like well, the this? The only diagnosis I had recently was Dane Bramage. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Dane Bramage? <laughs> only from you. Okay. So imagine a brain surgeon <laughs> saying to you, you know, listen, I've done this a thousand eight hundred times. I know what I'm doing. You just need to trust me versus someone who goes, you know, um, I went to uh, this school and in theory it should work, but I haven't tried. You know what? You'd be one of my like, eighth or ninth ones. And I hope that, do you want that surgeon or do you want the first mm -hmm. surgeon? Mm -hmm. You want the surgeon that says, Van, I've been there. I've done it. Listen, no different, no different. Whatever but, service, whatever service you have to sell. Yes. There's no difference. Right. And being bold doesn't mean conceited. Being bold means sure. Exactly. And, and people will see that you, yeah. you've got to be, you've got to be humble. Yeah. No one wants to give their business to somebody that's cocky and thinks that they're God's gift to humans. When was the last time you beat a bet on a racehorse that looked limp and frail versus a racehorse that was like, Oh my gosh, look at that racehorse. Yeah. You want the bold, yeah. definite, positive, radiant and something you just said that I want to, which is a great segue, um, what what I wanted to close this part two podcast out with is got to look the part. Yeah. If I'm going to give an if I'm going to give you a presentation, yes. if I'm going to see somebody on the street or whatever, I got to look the part. You look the you part what, today for sure. Well, I look darn good, Jay. Thanks for noticing. I, I, today's my B game. Not going to lie. You look good too. But it's you a look B good game. Too. I do but feel me, good. So I don't have a lot of appointments today. Sure. But I still, you see me in a, in, in a, in a suit. suit. Yep. Because what if I run into somebody and I have an opportunity to pitch them? It's happened to me before where I'm, I'm not 100. I'm just telling you, why not? If you have the ability to look good, and that doesn't mean wearing a suit. That just means looking 
professional, looking presentable. Yes. yes. That can mean jeans and a and a a, a nice iron shirt. Yes. But absolutely. Looking professional. And I think looking professional can even be your company logo on a polo. Yeah. I mean, it it it's not just dressing up. It's being professional. This all are characteristics of giving a good three to five minute elevator pitch. I agree because if you're not put together there, it doesn't no. matter what you say. No, and, and I'm, I'm, the the main point I want to get across is people want you to be bold. I want somebody to say to me, I, I'm going to take care of you better than anybody in this industry. Nobody's going to accomplish the results that you're looking for better than me. You've got, I mean, that's what we want to hear. And I tell you, I've got a, there's a commercial out that I just love and I crack up. And unfortunately, I don't know what the product is, which is not good for them. <laughs> but it's the one where the doctor, where the guy's laying in the hospital bed and the doctor comes in. Hey, everybody, I got reinstated. Oh, well, yeah. sort of. It was an insurance commercial. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, it is hilarious. I mean, are you, so this family's all freaking out. <laughs> I know. When the nurse is saying he's just okay. Right. Ah, we'll figure it out. I mean, it cracks me up every it time does. I see it. But we're in a society that if you're, if you're afraid to be bold, your career is going to be tougher on you. And why do we want to be our own worst enemy? Honestly, if you know that making strong, bold statements when you only have three to five minutes to meet somebody, why aren't you doing it? Because you've been conditioned not to. Right. You've been, oh, you should be humble. Oh, you should be this. Oh, you should be that. Being bold doesn't mean you're not humble. Offering your services, I yeah. think, is humility. Exactly. I think that's being of service to somebody. And if you're going to do a good job, tell them you're going to do a good job. So being bold also means that whatever you're, you're saying has got to benefit the person you're talking to. Yes. You can't just talk about how great you are. How does how great you are benefit me? Right. I know you're great, Jay Morales, but how does you being great benefit me? So, Jay, we're going to talk about feature and benefit when you're giving an elevator speech pitch in our third segment of How to Sell Yourself in Three Minutes or Less. Remember, everybody, to rate, review, and subscribe, and listen to part three coming up. Thank you. A Parkville Media Production. Thank you.